0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of Radio. Future of Radio. The future of radio is
1: here.
0: Funemploymentradio.com.
1: I'm just saying, if I were ever to decide to quit everything and become a country singer. Oh,
0: my God. I would
1: be incredible at it. You
0: would not be incredible at it. I would, would be, be amazing. Terrible.
1: No, it's so easy to write lyrics. You can say anything you want. You don't have to really even sing. You just go up there and you, you do it just right.
0: You're talking about like a new country singer. My love
1: by the- Pale Moonlight, you know, and you sing about that, Making Love and Pale Moonlight and Pasture, and a lot of people say it just ain't right. I feel like New
0: Country Today is trying to be like more like hip.
1: No, I'm doing it right. You don't You don't have any idea uh, okay. what you're talking about. I'm, I'm a different breed of country you singer. You sure are. Hello, everyone. You are different this thing. is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler. Here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast. All of the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I wanted to answer a quick listener question. We had some people who were not able to, unfortunately, because they're really going to be missing out, and I feel bad about that, that we're able to fly in for the prom. But we've got a bunch of people who are, but there were a couple of people who couldn't. Mm-hmm. And they were asking, what can we do to help? One, you can share the event on your Facebook page, but also make sure you go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. Oh, my goodness. And purchase all of your wares and your uh, albums and your your what have use. Right there at FunEmploymentRadio.com, just by clicking on the Amazon. link. I'm just link. letting Greg dangle himself out there. That right is now. one of the ways that you uh-huh. can help us out if you're by some chance not able to go to our prom uh, listener party, which is happening this Friday, July twenty second, two thousand sixteen, and you can get those tickets right at our website too. So that's the preferred way, but if you can't, definitely click on the Amazon link. That would be an awesome, awesome thing to do. No, what I'm uh, what I'm talking about is though I I think I could really be. <laughs> an amazing country singer. If I if I decided to dedicate my time to it, it's like a fallback plan. Where it's like one of those stable ones where it's like, okay, I can always become a country star. Like I know I, now I know that.
0: All right, well, we know um, country singers, but I mean, are you talking about like, you know, like honky-tonk country singers or more like the new like the like the new sassy ones? We my love,
1: oh, that pale moonlight. A lot of people say it just ain't right. I don't care what them people say. I'm a man, I'm gonna do it my way. We'll make love. Up and then you circle it up. Greg, we're losing people
0: (laughs) listening to our show because of your we made love by the pale moonlight. I'm just
1: giving an example that was a sample, you know, that's not one that's that's been workshopped. But I feel like it's pretty safe if you put "Making Love" and "Pale Moonlight." Is this
0: one of your old lyrics that you dug up when you were trying to find things to read at the listeners? <laughs> no, okay. but I've
1: been reading a lot of my old lyrics. And did they you? Were, did you have uh, a
0: lot of? Uh, did you uh, always call it "Making Love"?
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. In your songs, I didn't call it "Making, making love. Sweet Love." In my my nineties "Making Whoopy." No, oh god, that's just embarrassing. You even said that. I kind of want to delete that out of the podcast. Yep. Uh, Greg and his whoopy making. That's that's gross. That's just. Good,
0: I'm glad, I'm glad something's grossing you out You've been torturing me all morning Anything that I can do to make you uncomfortable
1: for a second I think that you should feel lucky that you're in the face of what's going on And you know, you're getting to witness this as it happens But anyway, no, and I've looked up some of the 90s lyrics And most of them were, they were about uh, Come on Yeah, they're, they're all about girls, and we will be reading these uh, just Multiple to, girls? Uh, yeah, yeah, every time every time there was yeah every like time did I you write up. them
0: when you were happy ever or was it always when no, they no. smothered your heart
1: yeah it was always in breakups well maybe I wrote some happy ones somewhere but I didn't keep those ones it was more fun to write because you're that. only happy
0: for I'm a torn. little while
1: I'm so torn right now you know and it was all about yeah putting putting my heart in a box and uh, wait what yeah,
0: putting your heart in a box. Yeah, what? Because you feel too much, you feel too deeply. I you don't need to know. Box it I don't know exactly, but it's just your emotions are too strong.
1: They were too strong. You know, I wrote about what I was experiencing at the time, and it was very deep and sensitive stuff that was going on that could only be expressed through song, and that was uh, that was the only way I could do it. Not that these songs were ever sung to anyone. They just—I just wrote pages and pages of lyrics. Now,
0: when you write song lyrics like that, when you're mm-hmm. when you're sad and alone, and you're you've been dumped again, and you're like writing, you know, like song lyrics. About this
1: it. is in the '90s. It's going along with the prom thing because we're gonna. I'm gonna.
0: Now let me ask you. <sighs> this. We'll explain it here in a second. Okay. Wait. Well, do you like when you write a song? Cause I'm not a songwriter, yeah. of course. In the '90s, I was the the deepest, most soulful. You know, poetry writer. Right. Yes. When I would sit there in my black T-shirt with my choker.
1: Uh huh. Because nobody I, understood like you did.
0: Nobody understood like a, like a, listening to my Annie DeFranco. Like oh, oh man, like she's just speaking right to me. Like her and I, man. We both speak the same language. There
1: were millions and millions of you.
0: No, but like, <laughs> Why when I do was you writing think
1: it, Lilith Fair was so popular.
0: Lilith, Fa- okay. First of all, you need to you need to get it straight. Annie DeFranco is not Lilith Fair. That's like Sarah. Annie like DeFranco.
1: Oh no, she sang it, Lilith. Fair.
0: Oh hell no, she. Uh, didn't. I
1: guarantee she did. Annie De- DeFranco. No. Yep. Oh, I yes she did no she didn't sure she did why would I, she not I will
0: bet you money that Ani DeFranco did not sing at Lilith Fair
1: um no oh. no she
0: didn't all yeah right, maybe not no that was all like Paula Paula Cole and, oh I
1: don't know I just thought it was and that
0: Meredith Brooks chick and like you know that was all like the, oh yeah
1: Meredith Brooks yeah
0: yeah Paula Cole Sarah McLaughlin. Uh-huh. um uh-huh. Yeah, all those my because I know because my sister went to all the Lilith Fairs. Okay. And that was not my jam.
1: All right. I'll believe you at this point because I don't have any proof otherwise.
0: Ani DeFranco did not do Lilith Fair. Well, Jesus Christ. I'm just gonna say. She has uh, she's a little graphic in her songs. I think like the you know, Lilith Fair, like fairy hippie girls would their heads would have probably exploded into pixie dust.
1: Okay. Yeah. Ani was a little, too, was a little brash. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so just like you. Just like just me, like, man. Yeah. Just yeah. like me.
0: Anyway, so when I was writing my deep, dark poetry, like, I don't set it to music. Now, when you were writing a song after your heart has been smushed again, mm-hmm. now, yep. when you're writing it, do you, like, have the music in your head and you write it along with it, or do you write the music after? Do you write the lyrics before? I don't understand the both. songwriting process.
1: Both. So Bo- do you think you remember,
0: do you remember the music to the lyrics that you found?
1: Oh, it was all very basic stuff. <laughs> CDA or something. I mean, it was all really basic there, there was nothing more than three chords in those songs that I wrote. Mm. In those, yeah, no, they were very easy.
0: Oh, somebody's quieted down a little bit now.
1: Right, Yeah, no, I'm not going to play them at. If, if you're angling for this, of uh, playing them at the prom, that is not going to happen. Uh, I will read them. I will read the lyrics as part of the perching of the poetry section of the uh, of the listener party prom on on Friday. That that I will do. I will oh read some God. of them, sixty seconds at a time. I don't
0: think you know because it's. I guess it is for the listeners, damn it. So I'm like, well, what if there are some people there who don't know, you know, who we are? Maybe we, maybe I shouldn't read. It would be too oh, overwhelming for all of us. That to read means our you
1: absolutely. I think should that you be. should
0: probably read yours because it's layered because you no. have music and emotion.
1: No, you will Mine be reading just... yours. You will be reading something along the line of sorority of lies, the like your previous poetry that you wrote. So this is going to be at the listener party on Friday. Um, listener party prom theme come as you are, 90s, all of that. Uh, Sarah and I, I will be reading some of my song lyrics from the 90s of my tortured... Oh god, I really don't want to, but I'm going to. It uh, makes
0: me feel nauseous, actually.
1: Breakups. Sarah is going to be reading some of her poetry that she wrote when she felt more than anybody could feel. In the I 90s. felt
0: deeper than anybody ever did.
1: Our friend Keelan King is going to read some of his lyrics from the 90s. And we're all going to keep these about 60 seconds.
0: Yeah, so if you have something that you want to read... We'll have the opportunity.
1: Well, and then on top of that, uh, we have Aaron Duran, who is going to be doing it now. Yeah, well, we Aaron... have not
0: announced that yet. Well. So Aaron is, uh, so Aaron did right today. He, when he was going through his, Greg? Yeah. His goth phase. Yes. We have some Aaron Duran goth poetry going on. That is awesome.
1: <laughs> so uh, th- on top of that, so we've got, we've got all of us, all of us that are going to be doing this on stage. And we are going to have an opportunity... For you out there to also participate in this, it's a purging of the poetry. Wait, it so is important to to get it out. I need your pitch it as to
0: why you think that people should do it, because like you, you are saying it's a purge, which means like you can finally set it free.
1: Yes, you set it free. You admit it. You it say it in front of everyone. Fly away. Because oh, look God. at this. At one point in your life, Greg, when I just, you, I
0: just name checked my poem in that phrase that I just said. Oh
1: yeah, fly away. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, when, when you wrote these things, you know, back in the day, when you, whenever you wrote them in the you 90s, meant like it. you meant it and you wanted the world to know. You have never then, meant
0: anything more than you did at that particular moment when yes. you were pouring your soul out yes. onto that goddamn piece of paper.
1: And then you get older and you realize, oh it really wasn't that bad or I have no idea what I'm talking about here or what the hell was I thinking. And not,
0: not the poem being that bad. It means life wasn't that
1: bad. <laughs> well, I just mean, uh, yeah, I just mean whatever it is, at least for me, for my experience. <laughs> really, it was the end of the world because uh, I broke up with some girl. So so uh, what it, What you need to do is get it out. Just get rid of it. The
0: 2016 get rid of it. Poetry, poetry Purge. Poetry Purge. Oh my God. And that
1: is what's what we're going to be doing. So we're looking for listeners... Who, uh, who would like to participate in this. We're going to have some prizes that will be available. If you are willing to come up on stage and do this, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Just think about it. You can, whether it's poetry or song lyrics or whatever you had, whatever you did, oh. and you want to purge it and get rid of this and say it in front of everyone, and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. Once you get it out there, it feels so much better. And this is what we're going to be doing on stage at this listener party so let us know if you want to be part of the Poetry Purge at the Fun Employment Radio Prom. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you were saying that there's a, a time limit. Yeah,
1: it. we'll do about 60 seconds. About 60 seconds. Yeah.
0: Like, we want you to do it, but we don't want this to be some like open mic where you're reading for 15 minutes and <laughs> yeah. we're all just like, cool, are you done yet? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like Maybe that can be... be an event another time. But no, this it is... <laughs> absolutely
0: will not be an event another time. It, that will not happen, but yeah, we're going to keep it brief. Uh, yeah, so.
1: but it's got to be real stuff that you wrote back when you were Yeah, you younger. can't just make it up. Yeah. Like
0: These are things that we actually, that's why it's humiliating. Or maybe you were a little
1: kid in the 90s or something and you got something really embarrassing. I don't know. Whatever Mm -hmm. it is, go ahead and uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Let us know that you want to uh, participate in this. We've got prizes. Maybe we'll have a little bit of a contest uh, just by audience uh, applause on it or something like that. But we'll have prizes regardless for coming up on stage and doing this. It's part of the poetry purge. You know, me, Sarah, Keelan, and Aaron. I feel like you're going to throw me
0: under the bus with this. I feel like you're going to find one that's not that terrible. Because Sorority of Lies was worse than your lyrics last time. I think because you repressed some of your like your better, uh, I mean worse lyrics. Uh, Are you bringing them out this time? I'll bring them. Okay, because that was unfair. Because yours, one, yours oh, weren't it that. it was too. It was not that terrible. It, Mine was humiliating. Reading about how mean my sorority... Oh, my God. Sorority of lies. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Well, either way, this is going to be happening on stage, live, I'm Friday night, right July 22nd. Go to com. click on the prom link right there, and pick up your tickets. Uh, of course, the prom is brought to us by our fine friends at Pabst Blue Ribbon, Pabst too. Pabst Blue Ribbon. We want to say that. Pabst Blue Ribbon, one of our fine, fine sponsors, and uh, we appreciate them so. Friday night, July twenty second. I'm kind We want to see everybody there. Come it. down. It's going to be so much. Yeah, fun. even
0: if you're. Yeah, just. Uh, you don't need a asks. date.
1: You don't need to dress up. You don't need to do anything other than just show up.
0: I get so many people asking me like, "Oh, what can I do to help? Just come to our events.
1: Come This'll to the fun. event. That is because we
0: don't know when we're going to do another one, quite honestly. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Greg, I'm going to hold these hostage because you have now angered me because I am. I do not want to do this on Friday. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I don't even think you know what I have. So, the other day, I went to um, our PO box to go get uh, go check our mail, and mm-hmm. lo and behold, Greg, we had a little bit of a surprise there. Okay. All right. So, uh, but so I got a package from uh, Andrew and Leah, Andrew and Leah, who are actually going to be at the prom, uh, because they wrote this note. So get this. It says, Greg and Sarah. Andrew happened to travel to Japan shortly after hearing your World of Crazy story about the different flavors of Kit Kats that they have over oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, so they ended up packaging these. So it says, um, probably won't replace peanut M&Ms for Greg, though. Enjoy. We're looking forward to the prom this summer, Andrew and Leah. So not only did they send us the melon Kit Kats. Remember oh, I had sweet. that story yeah. about it? So the melon Kit Kats, not only that, there's also green tea... And raspberry Kit Kats. These are all straight from Japan.
1: That is that so nice. Back. Thank you so much, you two.
0: I know. That is so nice of you.
1: Uh, We'll hand them over.
0: Well, I'm not going to hand them over. I think that we can both sample them, but I think that, ooh. The
1: melon Kit Kat? That actually remember sounds kind of good. I
0: had that in World of yeah, Crazy know. Like a couple weeks I, ago. I know.
1: No, I, I remember. I'm just saying it really does sound kind of good. Okay, you're going to let me sample I'm going to let here. you sample Okay, I'm going to sample them really quick. I know this is... Live on the air. It's, it's orange, not the most gray. exciting thing. All right. Yes, it is orange. It looks like some kind of an orange swirlish candy kind of thing. Yeah, that's good. I would eat that.
0: Um, yeah, that's delicious. Yeah, they
1: need to bring these flavor Kit Kats here. This is ridiculous that we're being deprived of these things in the United States. Um, ooh, yeah. Yeah. Melon is um, absolutely That's wonderful. amazing. Okay, that's good. Well, I'll take them home and... Hold on to those. No,
0: I don't think you should. And there's the raspberry and green tea, which I'll totally hang on to because I know that you don't want to sully your peanut M M&M and M palette.
1: No, that's mm-hmm. you don't get to keep those. Mm-hmm. How many things do you keep that come in our PO box when you go get the mail that I never find out about? Have you kept things from me that I don't know about? Have you have you done that? Oh, shit. Okay, now I can tell by your face. You're no, not even messing around. No, You really have kept teasing. things. What have you kept that came kept from- I not anything. Oh, Sarah. What? What have you stolen? I haven't
0: stolen anything.
1: <laughs> that is the most guilty look and <laughs> <laughs> statement you have ever had. I haven't
0: stolen anything. Like, you were not good at,
1: at hiding things. No,
0: they're just for the show. Everything's fine. They were like meant for me instead of you.
1: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What have you kept? I haven't
0: kept anything.
1: All right. I need a tally of anybody who ever sent anything here. Uh, What the hell am I missing out on?
0: (laughs) This is not...
1: Okay, so I just get the bills and the tax statements, but uh, I always you make sure keep, you get those. Yeah, you always make sure I get those. But I, got, I gave
0: you all that amazing email uh, mail from the IRS the other yeah, day.
1: Yeah, oh, love getting email from the that IRS. That made you.
0: That made you really it's happy.
1: Nothing makes me happier than letters from the IRS. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you now that. I know everybody.
0: it puts a smile on your face every a time. A song in your heart. It's
1: great news from the IRS saying, "Hey, you're doing a swell job. <laughs> here's <an> ex- here's <laughs> some extra money. Like, don't worry about paying taxes this month. No, it's." Anyway, but I want to know... All right, this bothers me that you're no, keeping things from fine. me. Well, I was about ready to help you out. Now I feel kind of weird Help about me
0: out it. with what? Because, I shared the Kit Kats with you.
1: As you still have I them all I have. I
0: could have kept them.
1: How many of the ones did you keep out of that? I didn't was keep any Was there more than ones. that?
0: No, there weren't any other ones than that.
1: I bet there was, and those are just the ones you brought in because you thought maybe you wouldn't like those ones. No,
0: that's mm. not true.
1: Really good.
0: Wait, how were you going to help me?
1: Well, I was going to help you for for Friday night because we have... All right, here's the thing. For this party, mm-hmm. we have a lot of listeners flying in from all over the place, which is very, very cool. Flying or driving or coming from all over. And um, I wanted to like maybe help you out because we do have some people coming from other countries who are going to be uh, here for, we the, do. for the party. And we've got some... In particular, I know we have... Some listeners coming in from Australia. Mm -hmm. And we also have, of course, our Canadian friends coming down from Alberta. From
0: Canada, yep.
1: From Canada. And I thought maybe it would help you out if, you know, because I know you're not really good with geography or... I'm pretty terrible. You're pretty terrible at it. And sometimes with language, you know, there's some language barriers there. And I know that... But, I mean, we've all heard me do my accents, and those are spot on. Like, I might not know where the
0: countries are located, but, like, if I have a story about that country...
1: Yeah, absolutely. Then I do my accent. Well, I, I mean,
0: it's like you're transported there.
1: I thought maybe it would help out if I were to, you know, provide you with some some guidance, like some slang, some things you can use to make, you know, our visitors from other countries feel more comfortable. Okay, here here in the United That's States. That's really nice so, of you. Yeah, and so I was going to give you some some lessons. Okay. Some lessons on some slang.
0: Some some slang lessons. Slang for, lessons. So I can I, so I can welcome our friends, our our world traveler our, friends, to our to our great country. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So great-ish I thought country.
1: I, th- I thought maybe we do um, maybe we do like some Australian uh, slang. Mm. Some words you can use. Well, my
0: Australian accent's on point. You know that. Yeah.
1: So I've got a little music to go with it. Now this is something that makes all Australians feel more comfortable. Um, this is the soundtrack to Crocodile Dundee. So you're so the,
0: obsessed with Crocodile. crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee
1: is amazing and he's one of the greatest humans to have ever lived. so I don't know why you would even say otherwise he speaks to animals. But anyway, so this is the song of the people of Australia, Crocodile Dundee soundtrack.
0: So this is what I bring up first. I'll be like, hey, hello!
1: But first off, just oh. say Crocodile Dundee, am I right?
0: Crocodile Dundee, am I right?
1: Yeah, so say that right off the bat. And that, I, and that instantly will make an Australian feel more comfortable. Okay. Once you bring up Crocodile Dundee, it's like, okay. So I
0: don't even say hello? I don't even like, say hello.
1: Yeah, hey, Crocodile Dundee, Cro- am I right?
0: Crocodile Dundee. Wait, does it make him more comfortable if I use my Australian accent? Sure, yeah, okay. Okay. Crocodile Dundee, am I right?
1: Sure. That's, and that's what I say. Well, you're kind of getting there. Mm-hmm. But let me give you, so that's just the first greeting that you make to any Australian. So, and this goes for other listeners, too, when you see our Australian listeners uh, there at the party.
0: It's everybody together. One, yeah. two, three. Crocodile, Crocodile Dundee, am I right?
1: Yeah. All right. There we go. So, uh, there's some some lessons. Now, I've got some other slang here. I'm just going to give you a few of them that you can use and pepper them into your speech, into into talking, just that, uh, into conversation, just because so, that'll make them feel better.
0: Okay. So feel uh, more welcome. Yeah, because it is kind of you know it's a state of disarray mm-hmm. in the you know in, in the country right now. We want to make them feel welcome.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know while well, they're in a foreign land, you know they're we don't confused, want them to be afraid and... that
0: they're going to get walled in when right. they're here.
1: <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Wall off Australia. Uh, <laughs> all right. So so let's try this. Well, like another common greeting. Mm-hmm. What do you think is a common greeting? An Australian common greeting.
0: G'day, mate.
1: There you go. G'day. G'day. So that's a friendly welcome. It's the same as saying hello or hi, you know. It's 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 saying good day just to shortened up. Good eye, mate.
0: Good day, mate.
1: Yeah. See, there we go. So now will make them feel comfortable. And now, when you're saying goodbye or you're heading off, what do you say at that point? Um. To, toodles. <laughs> no, it is not toodles. It's not to, toodles. Oh wait, actually, let me. You're kind of close. Seriously, there is a goodbye that is toodaloo. Toodaloo. They toodaloo. say toodaloo. Toodaloo.
0: Oh, I love that word.
1: Also, you can toodaloo. say... Cheerio. 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 Uh, you can say... huru. Hooroo. Ooroo. Ooroo. Sometimes spelled uru and pronounced with and without the H. Okay, so yeah. huru. It okay, means I goodbye toodaloo, or see toodaloo, you
0: toodaloo. later.
1: Toodaloo. 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 Uh, okay, and now here's another thing you can say. Another friendly greeting. Yeah, That's, uh, you say... Are you going?
0: How you going? How you going? How you going? Iya going. How you going? How you going?
1: D- drop the G at the very going. end. G- how you going?
0: Greg, I already have the crocodile dundee Okay, thing. well,
1: there's. I'm just giving you one other thing. Okay, now let's go on to uh, how to say thank you. Now, what's... Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, mm-hmm. cheers. There you go.
0: I'm pretty good at this.
1: Uh, also, don't uh, go that way. Don't go that way.
0: should never go that way.
1: Um. Okay, now how do you say you're going to call somebody?
0: Give you a ring.
1: Nope. A tingle.
0: A tingle. So it's, the
1: example here is, um, I'll give you a tingle, this avo. I'll give you a tingle. I'll give you a tingle, like you're this avo. Somebody
0: like a special tingle.
1: Well, it does sound like that, mm-hmm. but I mean it could have other meanings. But you just walk up to somebody, you know, if their listeners are there, say, Hey, I'll give you a tingle later. Crikey. Crikey, I'll give you a tingle later.
0: All right, that's a suggestion from Sumon. Yeah, crikey. crikey,
1: crikey means wow, like you're excited.
0: Keelan says I sound like I have a speech impediment. Like Sarah,
1: okay, let's <laughs> let's do an example. So how do you say hello to me?
0: Uh, g'day.
1: <laughs> that's very crocodile good. Crocodile
0: Dundee, am I right? Crikey. Toodaloo. <laughs> what
1: are you going to do later to get a hold of me?
0: I'll give you a tingle.
1: Alright, there we go. Yes. Okay. So that's uh, that's pretty good. There's some Australian lessons. Thank you. Right there. So a little bit of Crocodile Dundee fading out there. Oh, it's such a wonderful soundtrack. What Is lo- it? just?
0: It's just top notch. What a wonderful man. I mean, I can't think of a day that goes by when I don't listen to the Crocodile oh, that Dundee That ain't soundtrack. a knife.
1: <laughs> Alright, so... Uh, let's let's move on here now. Those are some Australian greetings that we can all use. So we kind of got those. But now we also have our Canadian listeners who are coming down here. And so we need to make them feel comfortable too. Mm. You know, they see a lot of the news about what's going on in the states, they're probably getting worried too. Yeah. And so Well,
0: oh, they have craft dinner there.
1: They they do have mac mm-hmm. and cheese craft dinner.
0: They sure do. It's very delicious. It's
1: uh, yes, very very delicious. Our Canadian friend Carrie Canadian actually just delicacy. came back and she
0: she informed me that indeed she did bring me back some craft dinner.
1: Okay, let's Okay, real quick, I'm going to give you an example here. So, you get some mac and cheese. What are you going to say to the Australians when you get that mac and cheese? You're excited. Go. Crikey. There you go. Good job. All right. Thank you. Well, let's go on to some Canadian um, slang that we can use. So, I decided to pull this up. Now, this is is something that also makes Canadians feel comfortable. So, it's from the Game of Thrones uh, Season 4 soundtrack. It's The North Remembers, you know, because they're northern and they're wildlings. So this is something. Wait, what? Yeah, they're they're you're wildlings. they're
0: they're coming down to visit us for the prom, and you're calling them wildlings? Oh,
1: I like wildlings.
0: Well, you like a egret or whatever. Yes, exactly. That.
1: Yeah. I'll take all. The, <laughs> I would love to meet a Canadian egret. Uh, yeah. Um. All right. So you're so creepy. So there we go. We got the Game of Thrones. The North remembers here. Soundtrack playing beneath this. I thought about also. I mean, the other one I could have done is uh, Strange Brew. That also puts uh.
0: What about Canadian bacon?
1: Uh, Strange Brew, I think, is a little better.
0: What about some Avril Lavigne or some Alanis Morissette? That's
1: insulting. That is insulting, and never say that to a Canadian.
0: No, never it's say... not insulting.
1: Well, okay, I mean, Alanis Morissette's all right, but...
0: Rick Moranis well, here, is a national treasure. How's it going, eh? Where are those guys who talk over songs and record, remember? Yeah, here's another one, beauty, eh? All right, sure.
1: Okay, we'll go with this. So, some Canadian greetings, Sarah. Now, what's one of the most common ones that they use at the very end of uh, sentences? A? A? Yeah. They go up A.
0: Can they always go up in inflection,
1: right? A? Yeah. yeah. This is going to be
0: very confusing on prom night because I'm going to, you know, do my regular talking, and then to make the Australians feel comfortable, I'm going to have to say crikey a lot, and then for the uh, Canadians, I have to go upward inflection?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: It's like upward A?
1: A? Mm Mm-hmm. A? Uh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, you always got to act like you're... It always sounds like you're asking a question. You are okay. absolutely right. Um, okay, what's... Um, here's something that's a common, common Canadian thing at uh, a place called Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is like their... Uh, I think it's like a Dunkin' Donuts kind of thing. Okay. I think that, that's kind of what it is. It's a fast food coffee thing. Okay. That's all over Canada, and they love it for some reason. Uh, so, I recognize the name. I, yeah, I never yeah. knew what it was. I don't know. I don't really know. Uh, so, it's... But what you can order there, though, is a coffee with two creams and two sugars would be this.
0: A sweet coffee?
1: A double-double.
0: A double-double. That's like the burgers at uh, In-N-Out.
1: Sure, yeah. Uh,
0: the double-double. The double-double.
1: Yeah. Okay, so there's something. This is all from this uh, website that I'm finding for Canadian slang. Um, also, if they're asking for a, a uh, Coke, what do you call a Coke? I call it Soda. It's a pop. Okay. And that's actually how I grew up with it too. Mm. We grew up calling it pop. No, sorta. No, it's pop. Okay. Pop. Okay. Get yourself a pop.
0: Just a pop.
1: Yep. Um, what do you call a Canadian dollar coin?
0: Um, a pound.
1: No, that is the wrong country. That is. Um. Uh, uh, uh. That is that is England.
0: Well, I know that it's in England. I thought maybe I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I have no idea. A loony. A loony.
1: That's actually true. That's uh, they're called loonies. Okay. Like, ah, I'm going to go spend a few loonies on a double double. Okay. See, that's where you could feel comfortable. Like that's how you would say I'm going to get coffee. Sarah, how do you say you're going to go get coffee?
0: I'm going to get some loon- loonies and get a coffee or a double double?
1: I don't know what kind of accent that is. I was don't know
0: either. Be. You're very it's confusing like we're right now. To do a you're throwing a smidish, lot at me.
1: A Swedish accent? Uh, no, I'm I'm throwing a lot, but I'm really putting you to the test here. Yeah, we're gonna go down. Uh, gonna grab some loonies and go, go down and get a double double, eh? See, there we go. That would you be,
0: sound like you're? Yeah, you're uh, playing Rick Moranis playing. Well, that's yeah, ex- like a thick that's Canadian a perfect accent.
1: dialect, is what mm-hmm. I just did right there. Yes. I'm gonna spend a couple of loonies, go down and get in the queue to get a double double, eh? The queue. That's the line because they say it like uh, the British do. Yes, I know yep. what a queue is. Okay. What is the Canadian national dish? Um. You like it?
0: Macaroni and cheese. No. Oh, I know. Poutine.
1: Yes. Poutine yeah. is delicious. <laughs> that is one of the best exports Canada has ever had.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, all right. Just a couple more, really quick.
0: Besides that and the listeners that are coming to our listener party on Friday. Well, yes, absolutely. Those are the I, best I just mean export.
1: product wise. Product mm-hmm. wise. All right. A couple more things that you need to know. Mm. It's not a bathroom, it's a. Loo. No. Toilet. No.
0: Um.
1: Washroom A washroom It's Canadians They're polite They don't want to associate it Mm. They want They assume That you're going in there Not a poop hole (laughs) Yeah that you're not Using the restroom You're just actually Going in there to wash your hands Because they're Canadian They're so polite They get kind of embarrassed About that kind of thing So it's like I'm just going to the washroom Just washing my hands Mm -hmm. And then you know They're really they're. They're peeing and pooping in there too. Just okay, like everybody great. Else. Whoa, well, they're just whoa, like, like ghost. They're normal people, just like us, but they're just extra polite. So wow. they'll I'm just going to the washroom. Trying to go
0: through like all the things that happen in it's there. It's like an
1: embarrassed thing that they have. It's it's kind of it's silly and it's you know uh, sweet. So anyway, there we go. Those are some different things that you can know, uh, Sarah. Uh, there's a lot more that we could go into. Oh, what's a nickname? Okay, real quick. What? Nickname for an Australian is an Aussie. Nickname for a Canadian is.
0: I don't want to be... Is it offensive?
1: It's not offensive. Canuck? Yeah.
0: For some reason, I thought that it was offensive.
1: It's not. Canuck is not offensive.
0: All right, I don't know. It's like know. saying Yankee. Everything is offensive these days. I, I, I'm afraid I'm going to say the wrong thing, and then everyone's like, what?
1: The Vancouver NHL team is the Vancouver Canucks.
0: Okay, I didn't... Okay, well, I, I guess that it doesn't right. mean
1: it couldn't be offensive, though. That's true. We do have some offensive names in this yeah. country that are the name of teams. I, I, no, I don't... Canucks Canuck is not offensive.
0: That you know of? Watch, we're gonna get like seventeen yeah. emails from people being like, "Actually, Greg." Yeah. Well,
1: that's why I just thought of what Washington's team is. Yeah. Here. I'm like, oh yeah, wait, yeah. Yeah, we still have them. a team
0: I'm called there. the Redskins here in 2016. Well, I wasn't gonna
1: say it, but yes, that's
0: true. I don't. T- it's, it's not a secret, <laughs> Greg. I think people could figure it out. All right. Well, thank you for the education. I feel You're welcome. I feel like my mind is even more jumbled than it has been. Also. Um, as for the sleeping thing, still didn't happen last night. I believe I got about three and a half hours of sleep. Sweet. So I think that's about a half hour more than I did the night before. Awesome. Stress is just amazing. Get your
1: tickets to the Fun Employment Radio prom, funemploymentradio.com. Oh, it's only $10. Bring 10 your friends. American Tell dollars. everyone, share it on your Facebook page. It is going to be awesome.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: All right. Hello, my
0: friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. How are you? I hope just really good. Well, welcome. Who are you talking to? To my world of crazy. To all my friends out there. Okay. Crazy. They're my friends. All right. In stories from my nightmares, here is one. Two pilots, two commercial airline pilots, have been arrested on suspicion of being under the influence of alcohol as they prepared to fly a transatlantic passenger jet from Scotland to Canada. Ugh. Not one, but both both of the pilots were drunk. When they were getting ready to do a transatlantic flight from Scotland to Canada. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, staff uh, are understood to have raised concerns about the pilot's behavior before the Air Transit 8310, uh, carrying 250 passengers on board, was due to depart from Glasgow on Monday afternoon, bound for Toronto. Now, officers, uh, before the plane was able to take off and before the pilots actually got on the plane, they were able to arrest the men, both pilots, uh, ages 39 and 37, on suspicion of being impaired by alcohol before they were due to take off.
1: How impaired are we? Well, I mean, impaired is impaired. Impaired enough to where really other matter. staff are I want raising my,
0: concerns I want as want to my how arrow, drunk I, they are.
1: I, I don't even know why I said that. I want my pilots sober. That's Yeah, it's <laughs> like,
0: well, do well, they have, have, have a little buzz? Monday, blah, I mean, blah, blah. yeah. <laughs>
1: we're talking about just a couple shots or... <laughs> Uh, doing so keg stands. Where are we? What level? Um, yeah, that's that's unnerving.
0: Yeah. So police in Scotland. Uh, spokesperson what was for the them,
1: airline? I'm sorry. Uh, Did it, said, it
0: say uh, Air Transit.
1: Air Transit. Yeah. Oh, so is it? So it's a. Com- it's a, it it's like a, a cargo commercial. flight or no?
0: It's a commercial airline. It's 250 passengers 250 that they were gonna passengers. have on okay. board. Wow. Air Transit. So I don't know if it's like a um, like an Air Lingus or something along right. those lines, like a smaller um, European airline. Uh, so. Uh, A spokesperson for the Scotland Police said, uh, yes, we can indeed confirm that two men aged 39 and 37 years old have been arrested in relation to uh, being allegedly impaired by alcohol. Uh, So the Canadian airline confirmed the arrest of its employees, adding that the flight had been rescheduled and that all the passengers had to be put up in hotels. That's rescheduling 250 passengers. Jeez. Yeah, I'm sure that they didn't have anything better to do than wait for, like, two drunk pilots to get their shit together. 39
1: and 37, for some reason, seems young to me to be... (laughs) Transatlantic <laughs> pilots. <laughs> to
0: put your life into their hands. Yeah. Yeah, so Air Transit uh, yeah, did indeed learn of the arrest. This is their uh, release that they did. They learned the arrest of the, on July 18th, this is yesterday, of two crew members. We're going to arra- uh, await results of the investigation and judicial proceedings before commenting on the matter any further. The safety of our crews and passengers is and will remain a top priority at Air Transit. mm mm-hmm. yeah, So a rescheduled flight is expected to depart today. That's just my nightmare. Like, I'm already so afraid of flying and not having control in that scenario mm-hmm. and then to know that... I mean, these are just the two people that were caught. I'm not saying that all pilots are drunk, but that's really scary if it's a transatlantic flight and they were able to be drinking to the process of getting mm-hmm. that drunk.
1: Yeah. We're all going to be flying to Hawaii later this year.
0: Yes, I know, Greg. Thank you for bringing that up. I really it's would like flight. to associate that flight with the two drunk pilots that I'm just talking about. It's over
1: a lot of water, too.
0: Okay. A lot of water. Wouldn't be another day that another Pokemon Go story. I'm sorry, you guys. I can't get away from these. Like it's everywhere. Dude. I I whittle them down to the best ones. But this let is me just, just say this
1: for uh, tech posts: um, putting Pokemon Go in something really works. All
0: right, just so you guys know. So
1: put that in the SEO for this one.
0: Mm, I I do every day. All right. Well, a wanted man who had a warrant out for his arrest was indeed caught by police when he decided to go and try and catch Pokemon outside of the police station to where he was wanted. (laughs) Yes, a Pokemon Go player was trying to catch all of them, ended up getting caught by police. This guy's name was William Wilcox, was arrested for an outstanding arrest warrant after police in Milford, Michigan, saw him wandering around playing Pokemon Go outside of their station, which also is a Pokemon gym. So uh, the police chief said he made our job very easy for us that day. Officers say that 24-year-old Wilcox was in pajama pants standing near a flagpole <laughs> when they recognized him thanks to uh, his rap sheet that includes multiple convictions, uh, including a 2014 convention, uh, conviction for receiving stolen property. Now, officials checked records and discovered that he was wanted on a misdemeanor warrant for failure to appear on a breaking and entering charge. He was taken into custody without incident uh, right when he was trying to catch the character on top of the flagpole. There was a Pokemon on top of the flagpole. Uh, so the spokesperson said he either forgot that he had a warrant out for his arrest or was just ignoring it, thinking nothing would happen. I think, honestly, he was more upset that he had to stop playing the game than he was that he was arrested. i got crash the
1: Pokemon.
0: <laughs> uh, Wilcox was released on his own recognizance and will probably stay busy playing Pokemon Go until his court date later this <laughs> month. <laughs> All right, so these are th- I just have the two stories, and then we're done with this. So this one's out of Oakfield, uh, New York. New York. Uh, Genesee County Sheriff's Office is reporting that a woman by the name of Brandy Lynn, hot, let's see, Heidenreich, Brandy Lynn. Brandy I'm gonna Lynn. Her, I'm going
1: to look I'm gonna her I going to call her
0: Brandy Lynn.
1: Brandy Lynn Heiden? What, what is her last name? Heidenreich. Brandy Lynn Heidenreich.
0: Well, a young lady by the name of Brandy Lynn, 26 years young, has been charged with petite larceny after she was arrested for allegedly stealing a 13-year-old's bicycle from behind a business to oh. try and catch more Pokemon.
1: She stole a bike?
0: She stole a bicycle because her legs just weren't working fast enough to grab those little Pokemon. According to deputies, the 13-year-old had stopped at a business to visit his mother at work when the petite larceny took place.
1: Yeah, it's petty larceny. not petite. It's not petite deputies larceny. Deputies say that it's, Brandy Lynn, who's <laughs> petite from... Petite means small. It's petty. It's a little larceny. No, and we... It's a little larceny. Okay, I'm going to clear this up one time, because the last time we had one of our listeners, I believe... Scott, not Scott Dally, uh, posted on my page claiming that I was wrong. There's Petty, P-E-T-T-Y. There's Petite, P-E-T-I-T-E. And then there's Petty Larceny, which is P-E-T-I-T. Okay. That's the difference.
0: This is only... I'm I'm sorry. I was not going to do any more Pokemon stories, but I mean... I work in the news business and I'm sorry, this is all the shit that I have to work with. Dude is everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. just it's the biggest story. These are the best ones that I could buy. Like it's I whittle the them down.
1: It's the biggest story outside of sad stories. That's, that's exactly right it. now. it's
0: it's a world phenomenon. Yeah. So I'm sorry you're gonna that's have to stick with that. That's not a bad
1: thing. So I mean it's annoying maybe. Exactly. But it's not a bad thing. But it's thing. not
0: a terrible thing right. that's uniting the world. This is yeah. a silly thing that's uniting people. So I'm sorry, we're just gonna have to keep on plowing through. Uh so Brandy Lynn. Who was, Ryan Oak, who was from Oakfield, New York, allegedly stole the bicycle so she could get around faster while playing Pokemon. <laughs> she Gotta took, go catch
1: them Pokemans.
0: She then took the bicycle back to her house and left it there and was found walking around the area, still trying to find more Pokemon. According to deputies, the bicycle was returned to the 13-year-old and his mother, but she was still arrested. Uh, All right, Pokemon, done. A couple Florida where stories. to end. liquor and,
1: start? I'm sorry, that's just what I imagined when I hear Where brain. did liquor start? Where did the liquor start? Oh God! That was your
0: OLCC class, right? Yes,
1: that was one of the questions the woman asked. Where did liquor start? (laughs) I thought about her just the other day. Where did liquor start?
0: All right. This next story is at a Crestwood, Crestview, Florida. Well, a Florida man has been arrested after police say he came into McDonald's in only his pants and tried to pay for his items <laughs> using a watch, which he said God gave to him and gave him permission to use as currency. To I buy things.
1: like this guy.
0: Well, this man entered a Crestview area McDonald's wearing only a pair of maroon pants and tried to buy a cheeseburger.
1: Like, they're specifically maroon pants. They're
0: maroon pants, police So, say no
1: shirt or anything?
0: Nope, just maroon pants.
1: Little what kind mar- of watch was it?
0: Little maroon pantaloons. Uh, it does not say, because in the article, actually, it was just attached. It was like Getty image of watch. <laughs> so it was just like, you know, a generic
1: watch. <laughs> oh, okay. So it
0: doesn't say what kind of watch.
1: I mean, if it's a good enough watch, I'll trade a burger for I'm it. I'm
0: going to say it's a Looney Tunes watch. That's what I'm going with.
1: Might be worth more than a burger.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, police say that the man walked in in his maroon pantaloons and told the restaurant employees that God gave him the authority to use the watch as tender. And when officials asked the man what his name was, he replied, Oh, God has a lot of names. His real names were Yahweh, Jesus, or Christopher. <laughs> Christopher. <huh? laughs> Christopher? Christopher. Well, the Florida man was Yahweh, told <laughs> by McDonald's. Jesus
1: or Gary.
0: Uh, the Florida man was told by restaurant management that he must leave the establishment and he declined. Still wanted to wait it out for his cheeseburger. Uh, when officers asked him if he had any weapons on him, the man replied that, quote, his tongue and his hands were lethal weapons. <laughs> Well, he was arrested and now faces charges of weapon. trespassing Ew. and failing. Why? Ugh,
1: his tongue's a lethal weapon. I'm sure he's trying to say, so say that he has, has like, the words. Yeah, it's the words. Yeah, but just that's not what I'm picturing. Mm-hmm. My tongue's a lethal weapon.
0: That might possibly be the worst thing you've ever done.
1: Of all the things?
0: Of all the things. I think I, if I could unhear most things, <laughs> it, that's a lot that's of things the that one. Come out of your face.
1: That is it? Out of all that?
0: That huh. might be it. Oh will be darned. All right, and finally, do you have another story from Florida man to Florida woman? This is in Naples, Florida. A woman has been arrested after police. <sighs> Sorry, a Florida woman has been arrested. Got to put the Florida in front of it. <laughs> After police found her naked and sucking on a propane tank in her garage.
1: <laughs> okay, let's start from there.
0: I will. So uh, police were called to the scene when they arrived at a Naples woman's house after her mother, Janice, called for help. Now, Naples police saw this oh, young Janice woman. Janice sounds nice. Janice is nice. Uh, so that's when Naples police saw this Florida woman named Sarah Jo Longacre.
1: Oh, boy, she's trouble.
0: In the garage. Sarah With the lights Joe off and the doors closed. Now, uh. What are you
1: doing in there, Sarah Joe?
0: According to her mother, Janice, uh, the 45 year old Florida woman had been huffing propane from the tank. Oh, she was then lighting a lighter huffing near the. Huffing propane. Won't that kill you? Um, my next door neighbor, when I was growing up on Whippy Island, he, uh, he died from huffing propane.
1: I was gonna. I mean, that's a poisonous gas. Yeah. I mean, that's.
0: No, because it was like a thing, in you know, small town. You're not
1: breathing oxygen; you're breathing a poisonous gas. I would think, yeah, that would kill you pretty quick.
0: Well, uh, so Sarah Jo Longacre, she was trying to. So while she was huffing propane, she also lit a lighter near the nozzle of the tank because she was trying to light a cigarette. (laughs) Um. Of course.
1: I mean, after I And then she told the cops to get out. Propane, I wanna have a smoke, you know. Uh,
0: they brought her mother off of the property and brought her into safety and then decided to go back to try and get Sarah Joe off the property as well.
1: Dang it, Sarah Joe. How do you spell Sarah Joe's last name? Longacre. Like
0: Long Acre.
1: Like A C R E? Yes. Okay.
0: Uh so when police went back in, Sarah Joe oh, decided boy. to light the lighter again, but they kicked the empty propane tank away because she had been huffing
1: it. how old is Sarah Joe Longacre? Forty five. Oh, that's a rough, that's a rough 45.
0: With the situation finally secure, police were able to call paramedics. While they were on their way, the 5-foot, 300-pound woman announced she drank almost two liters of alcohol, <laughs> which is a, a full handle of liquor, a little bit more than a handle of liquor. Uh, police say that also, why does she have her phone on her still? Police also say she called 911 six times. Oh, paramedics, because she was in the ambulance, so they probably didn't take away her phone. Oh, and, okay. yeah. Uh, so getting Sarah Jo Longacre to the hospital took several emergency workers. Wouldn't you workers. take it away
1: from her, though, at a certain point?
0: Uh, I w- Maybe I you think can't. So. Maybe you're not allowed Maybe, to. Yeah. Well, getting Longacre to the hospital took several emergency workers. She kicked and bit at the police, but it didn't hurt <laughs> because she has no teeth. Oh. Sarah Jo Longacre was hospitalized, then arrested and charged with threatening to discharge a destructive device, resisting an officer in violence, and misusing 911. She is being held in Collier County Jail in Florida. On a $17,000 bond.
1: Let this story be a lesson to all you kids out there. Stay off the propane. Stay off the propane. This is what happens. You don't want to be like Sarah Joe. You
0: don't want to be a toothless Sarah Joe in the back of an ambulance gumming police officers. Yeah. High on propane and a handle of.
1: That's no way to go through life.
0: Of Potter's vodka. <laughs> that is not how you need yes. to do
1: it. So.
0: Yeah, 45. Think. There, there we have it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you have it, my friends. That is your world of crazy. Crazy.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: All
1: right. Um, have you just
0: lost it?
1: Yes. Possibly.
0: I'm sorry. I think I have two.
1: Okay. Uh, but we still have more stuff to do. hmm So we got a few things here to get to. Number one, though, uh, before we do some ball talk? Mm-hmm. We have two events this weekend. Oh my god, we do! Because we have a whole another one that's because going to be we awesome. We've got an we outdoor one.
0: Because at the, you know, yeah, because we didn't have enough on our plates. I'm so excited to spend the weekend with this
1: No, it's it's going to be absolutely awesome. So it's this Sunday at the Landmark Saloon.
0: Four eight four seven Southeast Division.
1: We have the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Coronation. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you come spend Friday evening with us at uh, at Boston Nova Ballroom for the prom. Saturday, recover. Sunday. We go out and hang out in a backyard, an amazing, It's not. well, it's kind of like hanging out in a backyard. It's a patio. It really is. It's a patio, but it feels so comfortable. It's like picnic tables, cornhole boards, a shed bar.
0: It's my happy place. It's an
1: amazing place. Mm -hmm. And it's so much fun. And we're having our cornhole tournament there, which we would love for you to participate in. Funemploymentradio.com slash cornhole. Cornhole. Uh, Go ahead and go there and register your team and our wonderful sponsors for that day on Sunday at the Landmark Saloon. Ninkasi Brewing and Bridgeport Brewing awesome bam 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 <laughs> those would be explosions they... it is going to be so much fun so funemploymentradio.com slash cornhole go there register your team and come out and hang out with us on Sunday afternoon it's going to be a nice day here in Portland perfect day to come down check out the bar have a good beer uh, have some great food play some cornhole all of these things sound
0: great.
1: It's
0: a good way to spend a Sunday.
1: It's, it's a, it's a damn, a yeah, it's a yeah. damn good way to spend a Sunday. It is, it is fantastic, and it's at noon, so you can go to church first if you feel like you need to, and then head <laughs> on out there. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. 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 First up in ball talk we got this. I've got, I got a lot of people getting in trouble. There's a lot of troublemakers in ball talk today. Okay. But we're going to end with something that's the greatest news I've ever heard. So first up, though, the Olympics, of course, on their way just a couple of weeks away. And right now, it's looking like, as we may have thought, the entire Russian Olympic team may be banned. They were going to be banned at first. Then they decided it was just the track and field team. Now it's going back to looking like the whole team is going to be banned because there is a report that found the country's government, security services and sporting authorities colluded to hide widespread doping across a vast majority of winter and summer sports. I am shocked.
0: Widespread doping. It sounds I am like a shocked. public service announcement from like 1989.
1: Yeah. Widespread doping. And so, uh of course Vladimir Putin's saying it's not his fault and they uh it's the Olympic Committee for this. But there's Massive amount of evidence about how they would cover up all of their doping. It would be sent to their their head of sports, and he would either decide yes or no to uh, hiding it. And so then he would just go ahead and like, yeah, well, no, we're just going to not submit that one. No. And well, apparently they did this geeky. for pretty much all of them. Uh, Vladimir Putin is saying if they're banned, Russia may have their own Olympics. So I'm sure that'll be really great.
0: Do you think America would like to participate in Russia's, uh, in Russia's Olympics? I'm going to guess not.
1: I'm going to guess not. But nonetheless, that may happen. All right, moving on. To the Russian time.
0: Olympics sound like like all the Olympic options this it's, year just sound it's, terrifying.
1: It's, well, it's going to be the Russian Olympics, but it's going to be Russia versus, I don't know. Uh, maybe North Korea will come join them. And then, lo and behold, Russia wins at a massive amount of medals. They'll win so many medals. It'll be tremendous. You wouldn't You won't believe it we we'll win so many medals. It's
0: going to be the we'll best. we win really
1: big. Yeah, we're going to win huge. Huge.
0: going to be the best medals you've ever seen. Best medals.
1: The best medals you've ever seen. People come up to me all the time. Tell and me my medals are the best. Oh, Moving on to ball talk. Punch
0: me in the face.
1: Uh, somebody else has been sentenced to 46 months due to a baseball scandal. scandal. That happened in 2013 um, through 14. So here's what happened. There was this guy, Christopher Correa. Who worked for the St. Louis Cardinals. He was the scouting director of the St. Louis Cardinals baseball team. He fired a guy, and the guy had to give him his computer and the password to the computer. That guy ended up going to work for the Houston Astros. Well, this Christopher Correa figured out the other guys, the guy that used to work for him, his email, and had his previous password... And I don't know what the password was. I haven't revealed that. But just altered it slightly. Was able to figure out this guy's login at the Houston Astros. Because he didn't change his password well enough. Oh. And he logged in. And he downloaded a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> a whole bunch of info that the Astros had data on players and emails and private things. And he downloaded all this stuff. It's estimated that it cost the Astros about $1.7 million in lost data and, and all of these. I don't Dang. Whatever else it was. And uh, got away with it for a while until totally he got caught. And now he's been sentenced to 46 months in jail for this, for hacking into a corporate entity. Ew. Yes. Well, that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty bad. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Got two things. One thing I think I think you might actually like, and one thing I definitely like. I'll do the thing that you like first. So there is a minor league baseball team called the Bowie Bay Sox. The buoy—it's buoy, it's Bowie, Maryland Bay socks.
0: What are Bay socks? I, I
1: don't know. Mm-hmm. So, they're like water socks that you wear them out into bays when you want to go wading into the oh, water. Oh, like
0: the, the water sock thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But you—they're so like you mesh speci- and
0: like a neon color.
1: Yes, but they're specifically for bays um, because you know they have a lot of bays in Maryland. So you walk out with those, and the Bay socks prevent crabs because there's also a lot of crabs out there in the water. They prevent—they're uh, crab-proof. So keeps the crabs from biting mm-hmm. your from biting your feet that's why you wear bay socks okay it's a serious issue yeah. and I wish you would take it a little more seriously but anyway you'll the, be asking
0: if it's bay or bay
1: <laughs> like bay <laughs> uh no I think it's uh well it's a good question I'm not exactly sure anyway the buoy bay Sox are having a special night where they're gonna change the pronunciation of their name from the buoy bay socks to Sarah what do you think it would be it's spelled B-O-W-I-E. Oh, the Bowie Bay Socks? The Bowie Bay Socks, in which they're going to have special uniforms honoring David Bowie.
0: What, are they going to have like the lightning bolt on them?
1: They are going to have the lightning bolt on them. There's a picture That's of them cool. in the live chat right now. We'll put a picture on this post. Um, yeah, it's like Ziggy Stardust era. Okay. Those are pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. That's so pretty amazing. That night, they will not be pronounced as Bowie. It will be pronounced as the Bowie Bay Socks and that is on this Friday. They'll be they'll be doing that. So if you're in Maryland and not at our Fun Employment Radio Prom, uh, please go there and uh, take a picture. Send it to mm-hmm. us. Yes.
0: And then maybe just bring us one.
1: Yeah, and maybe. then just fly out for the. But night. just
0: make sure that you ju- just mail them to me. Just send them to Sarah. I still yeah, want to make sure that Greg gets it. This is starting to bother it. me.
1: I will make sure that Greg gets his bowie. Not happy that you have been doing that. Mm-hmm. All right, finally in ball talk, we have this this wonderful wonderful story. And it's something I've dreamed of for, dreamed of forever, and it it's a diet that a Chicago Cubs baseball player has been ordered to eat by his doctor. Sarah, what do you think the diet is? Chicken strips? No. Burritos? No. Cheetos? Pretty damn close. Doritos. Potato chips. Oh god. Okay. I mean, I think those I think Cheetos count in this. It, his doctor, so Jason Hamill, because he's been getting cramps. And Which means he needs more potassium. And the doctor said he needs to eat lots of potato chips. Because they have salt and potassium. And it will help out his cramping.
0: Wow, Greg.
1: So I am going to follow the advice of the doctor. And to prevent possible cramping in my legs, I will have to eat lots of chips.
0: You probably should. I mean, it just makes the most sense. A
1: doctor said it's okay. So I'm going to have to do that. So everybody out there, if you're eating potato chips, feel fi- feel fine about it. Doctor's feel orders. Okay, doctor's don't orders. Don't cramp up. We don't want to cramp up. So do that. There we go. That is the greatest news I've ever heard. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
0: That just reminded me of something that somebody posted on my page the other day about the seven-day uh, chili dog cleanse. <laughs> that, that is no such thing. Or, yes, uh, Anthony sent this to me.
1: A seven-day chili dog mm-hmm. cleanse.
0: It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be very good for you. It'll it purifies your system.
1: Uh huh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna guess that's not probably the best thing for you.
0: Yes. Yeah, so it says, look, you can flush your body of years worth of accumulated toxins simply by consuming eight to twelve chili dogs every day for a week.
1: <laughs> eight to twelve chili dogs a day
0: through this uniquely formulated system uh, you get stronger a stronger immune system clearer skin and uh, and this is all thanks to the nourishing invigorating purifying power of several pounds of chili dogs per day that's, nature's
1: perfect food that's so gross several mm-hmm. pounds of chili dogs mm-hmm. per day are you going to try it
0: i'm not really a chili like i don't think my stomach could handle you like
1: hot chili. dogs i like
0: hot dogs i don't really like chili you dogs you like
1: chili though too i do i can't I've handle seen you them eat together chili. i
0: can't handle it together why not I would think that's like combining your favorite things. It's too much. Plus, that you know doesn't fit into my prom diet. Oh, speaking of prom diet, you know what I did actually try this weekend? What? The mac and Cheetos
1: from Burger King. That doesn't sound like a diet. How how were the
0: hashtag prom diet, (laughs) Greg? Um, to be honest,
1: yeah, they were amazing. (laughs) Really?
0: (laughs) Yes. There are only so there are five that come in there. They're basically like like, um they're basically the size of slightly larger like uh, the puffed Cheetos. Okay So they're basically that There's five of them in there Cheese puffs Yeah And then the inside tastes like um, Like a fried mac and cheese It was They were delightful Oh Yeah it was But I could only I actually only could eat like I think I ate three of them Three out of the five Because they're so Rich
1: Oh yeah they're so
0: Like cheesy That's a lot of cheese Yeah it's like Too much flavor So I had I had three out of the five And I have to say I would give those Five out of five They're really good. I would have to say, I would say like eat them when they were warm because by the time I ate the third one, it was a little cooler and it was pretty gross.
1: Okay. All right.
0: So don't let the cheese coagulate. Like just get it while it's
1: hot. Okay.
0: But I will say they were pretty good. Hashtag prom diet. Hashtag prom.
1: Uh, send us an email radio at gmail.com give us a call 503-575-9120 I just got an offer for a I'm not gonna do this what? to be a ninja turtle what? not like in a real no not not in a movie for an event
0: wait do you have to wait what? like wear the ninja turtle outfit? yeah um, you have to do that.
1: Why would I do that?
0: You seriously just got to like, like wear like a big squishy costume? Yeah. What do you doing? Th- I don't
1: know. Ninja I probably turtle? shouldn't even talk about it. It just came through right now. I should probably cut that out.
0: No. Jesus, I don't think I'm, I'm
1: probably not allowed to talk about that. Yes,
0: you totally can. It's not like anyone's going to know you're in there anyway. True. I dressed as the Red Robin bird once.
1: That's pretty funny. And then our friend Angela I used dressed to be, as the Central Panther once.
0: <laughs> our friend Angela used to be uh, the Chuck E. Cheese, the the mouse at Chuck E. Cheese.
1: <laughs> really?
0: She did it for I think. Oh, that
1: sounds miserable. Yeah,
0: she did it for I think she did it for like a year or two. Oh. Yeah. Oh, our friend Bill says he was a Domino's Noid.
1: <laughs> you were the Noid? Wait a minute, Bill's really tall. How is he the Noid? I would picture the Noid being small.
0: Tell Avoid us more about noid. your yeah. Tell us more about you picturing the noid, Greg.
1: What, the noid? Do you know what the noid yes, is? Yes, I know what the Noid Avoid is. Avoid the noid.
0: Jesus Christ. Um, yes, yeah, so that bottom line is you have to be a ninja turtle. Uh,
1: I don't but know. try
0: and get the costume before Friday so that you can wear it <laughs> <prom>. <laughs> That will not happen.
1: <laughs> All right. Um No. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash events is where you can see both of them, Mm. where you can get tickets to the prom and our cornhole tournament. Prom brought to you by Pabst Blue Ribbon. Cornhole brought to you by Ninkasi and Bridgeport. Come to both. Hang out with us. It's going to be a great weekend. Spend the
0: weekend with us. Yeah,
1: seriously. It's going to be fun. I'll tell you what, though. If you go to both, we'll let you know on Saturday. We're probably going to go have some some lunch somewhere and hang out and so we've got kind of a couple places in mind so we'll hang out with you on saturday too mm-hmm. if you want to
0: it's fun to play on radio weekend greg it
1: is mm-hmm. it's very exciting oh my gosh I'm so people excited. are coming in from all over the place so uh crikey good day to our australian listeners oh, Jesus. And, they're
0: probably so and, offended uh, they're probably like and ah, we're not going anywhere. and
1: uh, <laughs> uh hello there we'll see you on uh friday oh so we'll get a double double with some loonies We'll talk to you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun
0: Employment Radio Network.
1: Take off, woozer.